as things become more and more industrialized, um, food becomes more and more processed, our information becomes more and more processed, um, jobs require more and more sitting yeah. and being stationary, sedentary. Um, it's just becoming more and more difficult to, to be healthy or to be human. You know, that's kind of what, what we mean by restoring human self. So. Three, two, one, go. Welcome to episode one of the Restoring Human podcast. I'm your host, uh, Jarek Bakken, and my friend over here. Uh, I'm Dr. Alex Arguello. And this is new. Uh, we're going to start a podcast talking about health, health, uh, and everything that pertains to it, nutrition, fitness, uh, health care, chiropractic, anything else? That's about it, I think. And so you came to me, let's say, a couple, maybe a month ago now. So we're always kind of having conversations about marketing and all that jazz. And you came to me a couple months ago asking about, hey, we should start a podcast. What was your thinking there? Well, um, I have been in practice now as a chiropractor for almost six years now. And of course I provide care to my patients that come to me from um, however I find them, meeting them in the community. And really my goal for every patient is just to teach them what I have learned about health. Um, in addition to providing them the care that they need um, from a chiropractic perspective or nutrition help, whatever it may be. But my overall goal is to try to teach as many people as possible what I've been able to learn about health and because it's had a huge impact on myself um, and my family. So as I'm doing that with the workshops I do in my office, with just the daily talk that I have, the conversations with my patients, I figured, hey, how can we get um, this out to more people and I thought a podcast is a good idea so yeah, that's sure. why we're here so why'd you ask me for help well I think uh, number one I have no idea how to put podcasts together so that was uh, I knew you were more savvy in the whole um, technology area but um, I know you have a, a, an interest and passion for health and uh um, also care about people and want to see people live a lifestyle that is beneficial for them. And, uh, I've seen you, um, doing that for yourself and for your family. So I thought it was a good, we could put together a good team. Yeah. So I am not a chiropractor. I'm not a doctor. I have no letters in front of or behind my name. Uh, no schooling whatsoever. Uh, just a, what do you call it? I don't, I don't, I really don't like the term biohacker, but that's like the term that everybody used that I feel like I associate with, but I really just don't like that name. Uh, but self-experimenter, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Just an enthusiast for the most part. And thankfully that has led to good things. So uh, tell me a little bit about your background and your story. 
Yeah. Well, um, as I already said, I'm a doctor of chiropractic. I graduated from Palmer College um, of Chiropractic right here in, in Davenport. And uh, I graduated in 2010. Um, I, once I graduated, I moved to the Chicagoland area. And I studied and trained under some doctors, some natural health care doctors um, in that area. I was there for about a year um, for my last four months of chiropractic school, um, doing internship, and then for uh, another eight months or so training under some, in those doctors. Um, just learning a ton um, from those guys. And then I came back here to the Quad Cities and opened up a practice in Moline, Illinois, and uh, been seeing patients um, since July of 2011. Um, here at Great River Family Chiropractic. So backing up more than that, um, when I think about just kind of my story, overall story when it comes to health, really for the first 23 years of my life, I didn't think an ounce about health. Uh, I just assumed I was healthy. I um, Probably the biggest thing in my life was athletics. So I played a lot of sports. So I was um, very active. Um, what I would thought of as fit um, looked very similar as I do now was about six foot 175 pounds since the day I turned 17 um, until 23 years old and um, never really had any health issues um, but when I was 23 one day I started to have some severe stomach issues that uh, I just of course ignored and those got worse um, and they just continued to get worse. I tried, you know, over-the-counter stuff. Um, my wife was studying to be a physician's assistant, so she was in healthcare working at a hospital, so she had some idea of, of what to do. So she gave me some recommendations, so I took some over-the-counter stuff, and um, nothing was working. I just continued to get worse, and just symptoms continued to progress uh, until one day I found myself uh, not being able to get up out of bed because my joints were, were swollen that I couldn't move my hips and my knees and, uh, at least to be able to walk on my own. So thankfully my loving wife said, we're going to the hospital. And I did that and was, had blood work and stool samples and, and everything that they needed to, to do to figure out my diagnosis. And they diagnosed me with something called ulcerative colitis, which is an inflammatory bowel disease. Um, chronic disease, um, degenerative disease that, the, you know, they don't really have an answer for other than just kind of managing symptoms. So that was my life at 23. And I just kind of went the, the traditional medical route of saying, okay, I just have to accept my fate that this is what's wrong with me now. So manage these symptoms for the rest of my life. Hopefully the medications that I was put on were going to work. Um, and I did that for about a year, but then I nothing, it really wasn't working. My symptoms continued to be there. Um, sometimes it'd be worse than other times, but, uh, I was not getting any better. And before I even went to chiropractic school, I kind of had some thoughts of why, you know, why did this happen to me? What did I do? Is this something that just was from my genetics or is this something just bad luck, whatever it may be? Um, so I was at least asking those questions, but it wasn't until I was about a year into chiropractic school where I started to learn more of that philosophy of chiropractic of, you know, the body was created to be healthy and really has this amazing ability to heal itself. And if you're not healthy and if your body's not healing, then there's something wrong. There's something interfering with the body's ability to do that. So, um, I 
just kind of put myself in an environment of people that that understood that philosophy and, and taught that to their patients and were living that philosophy for themselves and for their families. And uh, one day I just talked to a, a chiropractor and he was like, hey, did you know that you could get better from this? Did you know that your body could heal? And and I said, uh, absolutely not. I mean, I, this is something that doctors told me I was going to have for the rest of my life and I just had to manage it. And um, thankfully, I was uh, I trusted what he said enough to um, start implementing a lot of the things that he suggested I do into my life and my body healed um, It wasn't something instant. It wasn't completely comfortable. It wasn't easy um, but over time um, Through his help and through a number of different doctors help my body um, healed so um, now I guess that was What was that nine years ago now that I was diagnosed um, how long was it? Well, I guess 11 years I was diagnosed. Yeah, so I was going to ask how long between getting that first diagnosis, kind of living with that understanding for a little while until then you like talked to your professor and kind of got some good info. Yeah. yeah so uh, I had it for about a year before I went to chiropractic school. And then it was about um, a year into chiropractic school where I started to kind of develop this philosophy and understand it and then really be told that I could get better from somebody. And then that took another year, um, really, of kind of working through a lot of the healing that my body needed to, to go through to get to the point where I'm at now, where you know I don't experience the symptoms anymore. Of course, I'm not under medication. Um, one of the things the doctor told me was if these medications don't work, we're gonna, we're gonna have to take at least part, but potentially even your entire large intestine out. Um, and I still have that whole thing. So uh, that never happened. Um, so, you know, I, sometimes I say it, but I, I know it's just because when it is, um, a degenerative issue like that and potentially even autoimmune issue that there's kind of a spectrum there where you don't maybe fully completely heal from that, but a lot of healing has happened and my symptoms have drastically reduced, um, even more so than when I was on the medication. Um, so now it's the point where I'm completely fine. I don't even experience any symptoms unless... I just completely disregard everything that I did to heal as far as nutrition, exercise, chiropractic, stress management, all those different things. But in those, in those circumstances, like you know what you did. Right. 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 And sometimes, um, admittedly, I know the consequences that are going to happen if I get away from my lifestyle, but I still choose, I still choose to sometimes get away from it beer and a plate of nachos and you're like okay <laughs> yeah i will do that because i mean i think um why i feel like i could admit that is because i that that's part of that philosophy that i have i know that i can do this and it's there's going to be consequences my this is not what my body needs and it's my bad things are going to happen in my body but I also know my body can heal. I know my body can stand doing some of those things as long as I'm doing the right things most of the time. Um, so it's not, hey, I'm going to go do this and bad things are going to happen because I have this backup of just taking some sort of medication to get rid of my symptom. It's no, it's getting back on that lifestyle that I know it took to, to get my body healing. And I feel like that, like, I know for me, for sure, like, that just allows a lot more freedom for real life to happen because like you're not always in control. Uh, I mean, granted, uh, 
a lot of things like you're making choices, but a lot sometimes you're just not in control of everything. Like you know, you go to a party and you want to eat something, but you've got you know bad to worse choices. Like there's a social aspect of life, and you just, like don't feel terrible about doing something. Just know that like the rest of the decisions that you're making throughout your days and weeks and you know the rest of your life you're controlling that making decisions that are much more informed and it allows for that ebb and flow of real life to take place right and that's something that i've um learned over the the past six years of being in practice and even before that when i was in school when i started to learn this kind of new philosophy and and uh i guess compare and contrasting that to the philosophy that I used to live by and how most people live, I would, uh, I would kind of demonize that philosophy and really judge people for how they were living and what they were doing. And, um, <laughs> so there was a time when I was really strict with the lifestyle and I didn't do anything that I knew was wrong, um, which was stressful, but it was also, you know, brought me to a place where I was like, you know, just completely judging everybody for not living like me. And that just hurt relationships, of course, which, you know, I believe is an important part about this life. So, um, yeah, what you just said is, is key um, for people and their individual, you know, walk with health. Um, it's going to be helpful to know that, OK, I, if, if something happens where I get away from the lifestyle that I know is right, I can always get back on it. And my body, again, has this amazing ability to heal. But also when you learn something like this and you become passionate about it and you see other people not understanding it, you just have a tendency to say, you know, cause you just want it for them so much. Um, cause you know, the benefits that they're going to have, you know, it can be, it can hurt relationships if you handle that in a wrong way. So, which I think that's a good place to go from here. Like that's kind of one of the reasons why we want to do this. I think I know, I know for me specifically, yeah, there's plenty of relationships I have where I want to have a blunt conversation about, hey, you need to kind of get some stuff together here. But yeah, that's the nuance of interweaving actual relationships with like what you know might be best for somebody. It's tough. And so doing something like this kind of a you know, it feels like a third party environment right. to where we can just kind of have a conversation and, you know, people can choose to listen in on it. It, right. it's, it makes that a little easier, I think. Yeah. We can kind of, uh, the, those relationships that, uh, are important to us where we want to say something to somebody. This is kind of a way of sneaking those things that we want to say <laughs> into the, into that instead of, you know, because those conversations can be tough and you don't ever know how they can receive, um, be received by those people. So I think this is definitely a, a way to be able to, to do that. Yeah. And I think another thing that we would want to do with this is to actually have some guests on here and talk to them specifically about, you know, things that they are experiencing, things that they're messing around with, any ways that, you know, you can bring your expertise to them and give a little, you know, clearer guidance on, um, and have, you know, in-depth conversations with people about what these big, broad topics actually look like in day-to-day -day life. 
Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Be, you know, be more practical with things is what we're hoping to, to do. Not just kind of give ideas and concepts. And I do that a lot with my workshops. And one of the things that I've noticed over the past you know six years of doing this is people can learn a ton at the workshops. They can even take notes like crazy. But then when you follow up with them, you know, because there wasn't a kind of a plan laid out for them or something specific talked about, you know, nothing that they learned is, is, is Im- implemented or very little that they learned is implemented. Um, so yeah, we want to try to get as practical as we possibly can. And we want to be learning as well through it. We want to be challenged by what we're, um, going to be talking about and, um, be able to have a, a good reason of why we're, we would teach or, you know, inform people in the way that we, we are going to be. Um, so yeah, we want this to be practical. We want it to be beneficial. We want it to be, um, I guess, open to other ideas, all of that stuff so that we can uh, help people in any way that we can. Yeah, cool. Uh, so I guess I can talk a little bit about my story, past history. Um, dissimilar to what you were saying about how you kind of always looked the same, but just assumed you were healthy. Uh, I haven't always looked the same. Yeah. Uh, I was like a fat kid. <laughs> um, not, I mean, not huge, but I was always, you know, husky. Like I played sports and I really enjoyed that. I was fairly active, but like I was, you know, on the line in football uh, and kind of had an identity there. Um, and it was until, uh, we had our first child right after that. Um, you know, the first year or two of marriage put on even more weight and had less exercise being outside of school, um, that something had to change. Um, so So got introduced to CrossFit, um, got introduced to the paleo diet and like went head first. So I, like I, I like I said I had a background of athletics. I played baseball, I played football, I wrestled for a few years. Like I was into that. I spent time in the weight room, but oh, I mean Anyway. <laughs> uh, but definitely nothing super tight on the eating. My parents my parents had messed around with like the South Beach diet. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point they messed around with this thing that was like eat right for your blood type. You ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. Um, and so a little bit of that, but you know, mostly we can talk about food stuff forever, but uh, yeah, the food was definitely a huge thing. So anyway, got introduced to CrossFit and the paleo diet, my first, so I did it for like a week, and then it was like, hey, you should join this like weight loss challenge. I was like, yeah, great. Went 30 days, you know, lost 16 pounds, doing kind of a blind, uh, you know, real food paleo type of thing, um, and really was kind of hooked on that stuff ever since. And so. Since, so that was 2013, um, so a little over three years now, almost coming up on four years, summer 2013. Since then, I've you know, dropped 60 pounds, uh, 
taken a much bigger interest in you know, CrossFit and just movement and you know, that led me into stuff like coming to receive care at this office and you know dialing in even more so of not just how food affects our body composition but like what it's doing internally as well and all this you know opening up this whole world of uh, yeah that idea you talked about right away about like our bodies have this incredible potential to heal if we are taking care of ourselves, getting the things we need, and eliminating things we don't need. Um, and I think... Yeah, I mean, I think <clears throat> we maybe should say something about our wives as well. They've been a big part of our journey in this, in your... Um, um, so your wife has done a lot with um, toxicity, I guess, um, minimizing toxicity, avoiding toxicity as much as you can for your family, and then also teaching that and helping yep. people with that. Yep. Um, my wife um, hasn't necessarily got into kind of the specifics of um, teaching people the nutrition, but she's amazing at applying you know, the nutritional principles yeah. that we teach in um of course, making meals, planning meals, preparing meals. She cooks, she bakes, um, she helps people do all those things. And uh, she's the one that keeps me accountable to stick to all of it most of the time as well. So, yeah. Cool. So how about this? So the title of this is something I came up with, um, Restoring Human. Um, that name, I think, kind of sums up this whole philosophy that we as humans are created in a way that uh, has a certain potential as well as has kind of like a baseline of things that should be happening. And, you know, at our point in history, in a lot of different ways, we've gotten away from the original design of a human and just how things are supposed to work. And thankfully, you know, we understand a little bit better about how to get back to that. So restoring what a human is supposed to look like through <clears throat> whole list of topics. Yeah, and <clears throat> that's become very difficult um, just as things from a health standpoint, in addition to all the other reasons, but uh, as things become more and more industrialized, um, food becomes more and more processed, our information becomes more and more processed, um, jobs require more and more sitting yeah. and being stationary, sedentary. Um, it's just becoming more and more difficult to, to be healthy or to be human. You know, that's kind of what, what we mean by restoring humans. So what we're trying to do here, how we're going to educate people is we're trying to say, okay, here's to our best knowledge. And of course, we could be um, fully wrong or partially wrong about this. But to our best knowledge, this is how healthy people have lived for thousands of years. And this is how we're living now. How can we get closer back to the way that they lived? Um, 
because it's just foolish, obviously, to make up something new. If people have been living in a certain way for thousands of years and have been healthy, then we can assume that that's, if we want to be healthy, then we try to just live closer to how they're living instead of trying to change it all, which is what, you know, the, unfortunately, the American or Western lifestyle has become. Yeah, and I think it's that plus like realizing, yeah, we do live in 2017. We have refrigerators. We have like, you know, access to clean water. Like there's a lot of things that uh, like are absolutely different and, you know, in some circumstances better and we have the ability to do certain things, but for the most part, kind of big picture, yeah, it's like we're far less off where we're at right now. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, so both of us are Orthodox, Bible-believing Christian men. Um, so there's something in the Bible that, that's called the cultural mandate basically God said, go now and create culture so that the technology, um, everything now that we have in 2017 is us as humans doing that, making things out of, you know, what they, what they've already had. So, um, a lot of that is very good. Obviously the concept, the principle behind that is very good, but there's also bad that comes with that, excuse me, as, um, you know, more and more of that happens more and more. Um, it, again, it becomes more and more difficult to live how people have lived for, for thousands of years. So again, as we're educating people, we want to be able to say, okay, how can we, I guess, um, distill down all the crazy information that's out there of of what is a healthy lifestyle, um, and make it as simple as possible, um, with that kind of underlying principle of how can we restore being human? How can we restore getting back to how humans were originally designed to to live yeah 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 there we go a little hiccup on my mic um i think one of the hardest things is for me to go 30 minutes without belching into this microphone (laughs) okay that means we're done 30 minutes that's pretty good yeah okay well uh that's it for episode one um We'll see when we actually put this out. So here's the honest truth. We kind of came at this and we're like, uh, let's give it a test run first. (laughs) No intentions of, not, not, not no intentions, not completely committed to putting this out. But I think this went super well. Yeah, I'm happy with it. I mean, I think it's a start of. You know, because we have this idea of wanting to educate people and wanting to have a positive impact on their life from this, this health standpoint, uh, but we can talk about that for days and never do anything. So regardless if this was excellent or not, we still did something. So that's the first step in seeing people's lives change, which is what we want. So we've obviously got all kinds of things we want to talk about, and we will, but if you're watching this, listening to this, whatever, and you do have stuff that you'd like to hear, or if you want to come on here and have us talk to you specifically, let us know. Absolutely. Okay. Alrighty. That's a wrap. I'm gonna have to get another microphone for that though.
The song you're hearing now is called A Better Friend from my good friend Michael and his band Beverly and the Accordion. Check them out on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your jams. Uh, That is it for episode one. I have no idea how frequently we are going to be able to put these out. So if you're interested in following, your best bet would be to hit that subscribe button to be sure that episode two gets to you in the most timely of fashions. Thanks for listening.